I'm Marco Werman, and this is The World. China's nuclear arsenal may be much larger than experts previously thought. That's not the conclusion of a Pentagon study. It's a finding of a group of undergrads at Georgetown University. The students worked under the direction of their professor, Philip Carber. He's a former Pentagon official. They used open-source material and some private sources to explore China's capacity to wage nuclear war. Their research also paints a picture of a vast network of Chinese tunnels built to survive a nuclear attack. Some experts are questioning the unpublished findings, but the student project has already sparked a congressional hearing. One of the students is Dustin Walker. You know, this started as a uh, pretty much a straightforward arms control course. But over the course of the uh, time that we spent in class, we started to look at some information on these tunnels that had appeared on Chinese state television and it raised a lot of questions for the students as well as uh, Professor Carver as to what exactly this meant and what impact it would have. Now, you graduated earlier this year in May, but you've been working on this project for several years. So this isn't like some senior project, was it? No, this this went on for about two or three years. There are other students who have been doing it uh, perhaps even longer, uh, continuing on into grad school and into their professional lives. This is This was definitely not just a class project. This was something that we all took on because we really wanted to find an answer to an unanswered question. Uh, And it's one that's really important and that people weren't paying very much attention to when they should have been. And what exactly is that question? Because Professor Carber comes from the Pentagon. I mean, did did he ask you what the question was or did he let you find your own direction, question and focus? Well, you know, the, the way he posed it to us was this. You know, he would just show us maybe a little bit of clip from Chinese state TV showing you what these tunnels are. or You know, we'd get some information about maybe how big these would be. And the question was simply this. What does this mean? Mm. And um, that was something we didn't have an answer to. So Carver set us out on our own. We uh, didn't have any direction. We didn't answer the question before we went out and did the research. And what we came to find was that uh, they have a tunnel network that's probably about 3,000 miles worth. That's enough to get you from Boston to San Francisco. Uh, These tunnels are capable of storing, transporting, and hiding nuclear warheads and missiles. And basically, this could have... Uh, a major impact on how we deal with China in the context of arms control in the future. This project must have been hugely labor intensive. Maybe you can just paint a picture of a typical day for, you know, an undergrad in this uh, arms control class. There were millions of pages uh, translated, people who knew Chinese trying to do this on their own, uh, feeding tons of pages through scanners and everything like that. My time was mostly spent in the libraries with stacks of papers and books on Chinese military thought, stuff that came from the PLA, other stuff uh, originating here in the United States. The People's Liberation Army. Yes, that's right. Uh, And we would just go through that stuff hours and hours, uh, just trying to find out exactly how these Chinese strategic thinkers were looking at the world, what they saw, and what they were going to do in response. And, And that, framing the question that way, helped us address what exactly we thought these tunnels might mean. Given that Professor Carber originally launched the question, what, what yeah. does this mean? I'm wondering, what do you think he learned from you and your methods? Was it a revelation? Well, I mean, I think that Professor Carber knew that he had a dedicated group of students on his hands that really cared about answering the question. And I think that what he probably drew from it was that, yes, this tunnel network does mean something. Yes, there are a lot of important questions out there that aren't being answered, but I think that what Professor Carber took away from it 
is that we've got a young generation out there that's very interested in actually answering these questions. Um, for people that are my age, we look at a 21st century whose history is going to be largely synonymous with the future of U.S.-China relations. And we want answers to these questions, and we want to deal with them seriously. And I think that that's what Professor Carver and others of uh, his generation are seeing in ours. So how do you think this whole project, uh, you know, and as you said, it went on for not just your last year, but uh, three years. How did it affect your college experience overall? Well, you know, I think it defined my college experience because uh, at at Georgetown and in this uh, project, we weren't simply doing homework assignments or taking tests. We were engaging in a real world problem. And actually, we had the opportunity uh, and the privilege to really go out and create the largest body of public knowledge on a really important issue. Uh, that's not something that college students often say that they did. Um, and we get to say that at Georgetown. And that, that was hugely important. And that is what I'm going to take away from my college experience. I'm wondering uh, how you feel about this methodology. And maybe some of the criticism actually comes from a place where you're students and you're not experts. And people are a little miffed that you were able to come up with these conclusions so kind of easily in a way. Right. Well, I guess the question that I would ask in response to that would be, uh, why did the so-called experts not look at the information in front of them? And why was it that a group of Georgetown students had to be the ones that found it? This was information that was out there waiting for anyone who was an expert to analyze and give their own conclusions. Um, We were the ones who did it first. And we're offering up our research for anybody uh, to read, to analyze, to draw their own conclusions. We're not trying to tell anybody what to think. Frankly, I welcome input from other experts on this. We'd like to see what they think. But to say just because we're students that somehow our conclusions are not reputable, I think, is short-sighted. Let me ask you one final question, uh, because your report has also drawn criticism from weapons experts who say that your study could actually create an argument for nuclear proliferation among some hawks. What do you say to that? Well, look, uh, we went into this with no preformed answers. Okay, we did open source research and we just followed it where it led. Um, I don't think that the purpose of this project was to suggest anyone that there ought to be nuclear proliferation in Asia or anywhere around the world or that there needs to be any kind of conflict. All that we're trying to point out, and I think the important thing to take away is that at the end of the day, we don't know how big the arsenal is. The arms control community doesn't know how big the arsenal is. Only the Chinese know that. So that's a question that the Chinese are going to have to answer so that uh, our allies in the region, and that so the United States knows uh, what their intentions are and how they see the strategic landscape. Um, We took an honest approach, and I think we gave as honest an answer as we could. Dustin Walker, great to speak with you. Thank you. Dustin Walker researched China's nuclear arsenal through his undergrad years at Georgetown University in Washington.